Hi there. We are now moving into cluster B personality disorders. This is going to include antisocial, borderline, histrionic, and narcissistic personality disorders. Starting off with antisocial personality disorder, this is a pervasive, socially irresponsible, exploitative, and guiltless behaviors that deviate sharply from the norms, values, and laws of society, often violating the rights of others. So when people think antisocial, more often than not, I think they think asocial, somebody who isn't, you know, doesn't want to be in a group of people. So that's asocial. This is antisocial. In this condition, I believe I had heard this is the most common idea when people think of psychopaths, they're thinking of an antisocial personality disorder. So let me just say that again, it's a pervasive, socially irresponsible, exploitative, and guiltless behaviors that deviate sharply from the norms, values, and laws of society, often violating the rights of others. To me, <laughs> for what I understand and what I'm hearing that to be is more of a psychotic person. So antisocial, make sure you differentiate that from asocial. Asocial is not a personality disorder. This is antisocial personality disorder. It's three to five times more common in males, and it's uh, typically found there's a history of conduct disorder in childhood. Conduct disorder, it prevents very similarly to antisocial personality disorder, but you can't diagnose someone with the antisocial personality disorder until they're 18 years of age. Prior to that, you would diagnose them with conduct disorder. Going into diagnostic criteria, it's going to be the patient must be at least 18 years old and must have history by 15 years of age of violating the rights of others consistent with, like I said, conduct disorder. Uh, and then they have to have at least three of the following. There's seven things listed here and they have to have at least three of them. So one, failure to conform to the social norms with disregard and violation of the rights of others or committing unlawful acts. Two, irritability or aggressiveness towards others. Three, exploiting others for personal gain. Four, recklessness and disregard for the safety of self or others. Five, impulsivity or failure to plan ahead. Six, lack of remorse for actions. And then seven, irresponsibility or failure to maintain work or honor financial obligations. The treatment or the management of this is going to be psychotherapy. It's sad to say, but psychotherapy and pharmacotherapy are often very ineffective. Uh, you want to avoid any medications, though, at all costs that could have an abusive potential because there's high uh, comorbidity with substance use disorders in patients with antisocial personality disorder. So that covers antisocial personality. Again, the first thing I'd make sure to keep in mind is antisocial is not asocial. So antisocial personality disorder. Next, we can go into borderline personality disorder. This is the uh, instability of interpersonal relationships, self-image and emotions, hypersensitivity to rejection, as well as impulsivity causing significant impairments uh, or subjective distress. And then it can involve self-harm or attention-seeking without deception. Clinical manifestations, so the hallmark feature of borderline personality disorder is an instability of interpersonal relationships. Kind of an instability as well with self-image, moods, and behavior, all marked with impulsivity. There's a defensive mechanism uh, that's classically associated with borderline personality disorder uh, known as splitting. So it's this tendency to view individuals as either entirely good or entirely evil. Another mnemonic I had here, it looks like this was from Pants Prep Pearls. It's just all about think of the bees. So cluster B, bat, mood swings. The bat is in quotes there saying mood swings. Black and white thinking, that'd be like the splitting. Blowing up, so like intense reactions that are totally disproportionate. Broken, having a history of unstable relationships and fear of abandonment, like breaking up. Bad behavior, and then a bad sense of self. 
looking at the diagnostic criteria, it's going to be A and B. A is going to be just a pervasive pattern of instability of interpersonal relationships and self-image, really the same things that I had mentioned before. And then it's beginning by early adulthood and presence in a variety of contexts, as indicated by five or more of the following. One, maybe frantic efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment. Two, a pattern of unstable or intense interpersonal relationships characterized by alternating between extremes of ideas. Three, identity disturbance. So like this marked and persistent inability. So this marked and persistent, unstable self-image or sense of self. Four, impulsivity in at least two areas that are potentially self-damaging. This could be like spending, sex, substance abuse, driving. Five, recurrent suicidal behavior, gestures or threats, or self-mutilating behavior. Six, instability due to a marked reactivity of mood, so like intense episodic dysphoria, irritability or anxiety, usually lasting like a few hours and only rarely more than a few days. Seven, chronic feelings of emptiness. Eight, inappropriate intense anger or difficulty controlling anger. And then nine, transient stress-related paranoid ideation or severe dissociative symptoms. All of that, I do not think that's important to memorize. I just kind of wanted to list all that off so you have this idea of what these patients with borderline personality disorder may be presenting with. I think the think of the B as mnemonic was the main thing I had kept in mind when, when trying to remind myself of, of how this disorder is, is characterized. And in terms of treatment, the first line is going to be psychotherapy, dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, or CBT would be used. This is one where I do remember DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, was more preferred over cognitive behavioral therapy. I could not tell you the difference, really. That's not something that I think is most important to keep in mind or most important most important to know. I think I would know that if you have a, have a choice between choosing DBT or CBT for borderline personality disorder, DBT is going to be the correct choice. Next, going into histrionic personality disorder. So this is characterized by being overly emotional, dramatic, seductive, and attention-seeking. The hallmark feature of histrionic personality disorder, it's this deliberate use of excessive superficial emotionality and sexuality to draw attention, evade unpleasant responsibilities, and control or manipulate others. So like in borderline personality disorder, it was think of the Bs. In histrionic, it's think of the Hs. So, hey, look at me, attention-seeking, throwing hissy fits, so self-absorbed, temper tantrums. H for hysterical, theatrical, or dramatic. Come hither, that's kind of a silly one, but H for hither. And then hype me up, so they seek reassurance and often, you know, they want that praise. Diagnostic criteria. So again, same deal, a pervasive pattern of excessive emotionality and attention seeking beginning by early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts indicated by five or more of the following. And there's eight different ones I'm going to list off here. One is uncomfortable in situations in which they are not the center of attention. Two, interaction with others is often characterized by inappropriate sexual, seductive, or provocative behavior. Three, shifting in shallow emotions. Four, uses appearance to draw attention. Five, impressionistic and vague speech. Six, dramatic or exaggerated emotions. Seven, suggestible, so they're easily influenced by others. And eight, considers relationships more intimate than they actually are. Management, all you have to know here is psychotherapy. So supportive, problem-solving, interpersonal, group therapy, just anything to know is histrionic personality disorder, psychotherapy. And then lastly, going into narcissistic personality disorder. This is a grandiose, often excessive sense of self-importance, superiority, need for attention, admiration, and a lack of empathy. This is one where you hear you know, somebody say, oh, that's a very narcissistic person. Stereotypically, I don't think that that definition I just given there is too far off. I mean, just this excessive sense of self-importance. So this might be one where 
what you have in mind might just be what you need to know to identify this in a vignette. The hallmarks of narcissistic personality disorder is grandiosity, notable lack of empathy, lack of consideration for others, and then a hypersensitivity to evaluation by others. The diagnostic criteria, again, it's pervasive pattern of grandiosity, either overt or covert, excessive need for affirmation, superficial and exploitative relationships, and a lack for empathy, characterized by five or more of the following, and there's nine that I'm going to list off. One, has a grandiose sense of self-importance. Two, is preoccupied with fantasies of success, power, brilliance, beauty. Three, believes that they are special and can only be understood by or should only associate with special people. Four, requires excessive admiration. Five, has a sense of entitlement, such as an unreasonable expectation of favorable treatment. Six, is exploitative and takes advantage of others. Seven, lacks empathy and is unwilling to identify with the needs of others. Eight, is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of them. And then nine, shows arrogant, haughty behavior or attitudes. And then management, psychotherapy, so CBT, individual or group therapy. The main thing to keep in mind to differentiate between narcissistic and antisocial is an antisocial personality disorder. There's just this violation of the rights of others. Whereas in uh, narcissistic personality disorder, it's more of this lack of empathy. One other thing I made sure to keep in mind with narcissistic personality disorder is that beneath all of that grandiosity is actually a very fragile self-esteem. So that may come up. Um, I don't know if I had a question on that particularly, but I, I do think it's important to know that beneath all of that narcissistic behavior, there's a very fragile self-esteem beneath it all. So yeah, I hope that helps. That's going over the group B or the cluster B personality disorders. We'll go over cluster C next time. And yeah, see you next time.